receive the Holy Ghost speaking in other tongues as the Spirit of God gives the utterance and you want to receive it, today is your day to receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Praise God. Maybe you've received the Holy Ghost before, but it's been a little while since you've spoken tongues again. Today is the, is the day to be refilled with the gift of the Holy Ghost. I know there's some folks in here that may have never received the Holy Ghost. There's folks in here that you may have received it a while back, and you haven't spoken tongues in a little while. You haven't, haven't uh, allowed the Lord to refill you. The Lord wants to refill you today. Praise God. Praise God. If you want to be baptized in Jesus' name, you can be baptized in the only saving name of Jesus Christ this morning. And all of your sins can be washed away. Praise God. Genesis chapter 18, beginning with verse number 13. And the Lord said unto Abraham, Wherefore did Sarah laugh? Saying, Shall I of a sure shall I of a surety bear a child which am old? Is anything too hard for the Lord? At the time appointed I will return unto thee according to the time of life, and Sarah shall have a son. I'm just going to preach this morning from this subject, the greatness of our God. The greatness of our God. I'm not going to preach. I don't have a sermon for you today, but the Lord wants us to reach out with our faith and grab a hold of the word of the Lord today. And if you will do that, something is going to shift, not just in the situation that you're in front of or is in front of you, but something will begin to shift in your life forever. When we get a fresh revelation that God can do anything, no matter what the circumstances that are in front of us, it's not just going to change that circumstance, but it's going to change our life. Would you one more time lift your hands to the Lord and lift your voice to Him and give Him great praise this morning. Hallelujah, Lord, we magnify your holy name in this place today. Oh, Lord, I feel faith rising up in this place right now. In the name of Jesus. I loose the gift of faith in the name of Jesus to sweep over this congregation in the name of the Lord this morning. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Clap your hands unto the Lord and give him praise this morning. Hallelujah. Praise God. You may be seated this morning. The Lord wants us to get a hold of this, and because of what I feel, I may very well come back and just preach this for a few Sundays. Because there is, I feel like the Lord is wanting to take us to a new place in how we see Him and what we believe Him for. God is a great, big, powerful God. God is the all-powerful God. There is nobody beside him. He is all-powerful all by himself. There is no other God in this world that can compare to the all-powerful God that we serve here today. And he wants to give us a fresh understanding of his greatness and his power. He wants us to have a fresh look at who he really is and what he is able to do. And so I've come 
come with a very simple message this morning to preach about the greatness about about the greatness of the God that we serve. Let me tell you this morning, there is nothing that is beyond his power. There is nothing that you, man, I feel the angels of the Lord right now. There is nothing that is beyond his ability. There is nothing that you are facing that is too hard for him. There is nothing in your life that is too big of a mountain that he cannot speak a word and that mountain will move. Praise God. The Bible says, in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. I have taught through the, the, the seven days of creation many, many times. And those seven days of creation are not just to tell you when he created the birds of the air and the beast of the field and how he divided the sea from the dry land and on what days he did this, but it's imperative at the very beginning that we have an understanding of the greatness of our God. It's imperative that at the very start of understanding who he is, you must understand that God is the most powerful thing that could have ever existed. There is no power that is like the power of our God. There is no power in this earth that is like the power of our God. There is no power that exists that compares to the power of our God who created the heavens and the earth. If there's something we must understand immediately, we must get a hold of the fact that God is the all-powerful God. Yeah, I've heard that one before, Pastor. Yeah, I know you have but something about it hasn't really got a hold of our spirit and God wants to just to revisit and to remind us and for this to be imparted into our spirit. What does this have to do with me? What does this have to do with my life? Well, it's not just about the impossible situation that you may be facing. You know, we we preach a lot of a, a lot of trial preaching in the Pentecostal movement. I've been around it enough that if you go to enough conferences and you hear enough sermons preached, there's going to be probably a majority of those sermons preached to people who are going through a trial or who are going through a test or who are going through difficult times. Sure, we go through trials. Sure, we go through tests. Sure, we have difficulty because we live in an imperfect world and we are ourselves imperfect people. And I fear that so many times we're trying to get out of the trial and we try to preach people to faith so they can escape the hardship that they are temporarily in. But God is wanting us to get a hold of a revelation of his power that will not just change the situation that I'm in, but it will change me altogether when I realize just how powerful the God that I serve is. If you believe that he's a powerful God, would you clap your hands this morning and give him great praise right now? Hallelujah. In Genesis 18... The, the, the scripture is telling us of the story of Abraham and Sarah and how she was told by the Lord that she would have a child. And she laughed within herself because she knew she was beyond the age of having children. But God told them that he was going to, uh, to give them a child even though they were staring in the face of impossibility. That was not a hard thing to God. Let me tell you something. Let me, let me just for a show of hands that you have prayed a prayer at some time in your life, maybe for a long period of time or maybe just one time, and the Lord came through and answered that prayer. 40% of us, 
I mean, seriously, I bet every one of us here that you prayed something, and, 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 and lo and behold, what you prayed came to pass. Let me tell you something. When God did that for you, it did not make him tired. It did not wear him out. He didn't have to go take a nap after he answered your prayer because, because it took all of his power and all of his focus and all of his energy to answer your little prayer. No, we don't really have an understanding just of how great our God is, that he created the heavens and the earth and that the needs in my life are not a hard thing for him. I'm not, I haven't come here to beat anybody over the head this morning. I've come to help us get a revelation that Whatever is staring you in the face is not a hard thing for God. Whatever you are facing is not a difficult thing for God to handle because he is a God of miracles, of signs, and of wonders. Hallelujah. In the very beginning part, in the very beginning of Acts, the Bible says of all that Jesus began to both do and teach. There was a demonstration in the book of Acts of all that Jesus did and taught. There was a demonstration throughout the Gospels of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John of, of what Jesus did, not just the words that he taught. If we were left with just the parables or the words that Jesus taught, there would have been an emptiness there, but Jesus came in word and in deed. He came to teach and preach doctrine, but he also came to display his power, his dominion, and his authority in the earth. The miracles that he did were not a difficult thing for him to do. The miracles that he did was not was not beyond his power or his capability. But what Jesus did when he came to this earth was that he was the physical representation of God. And he began to do miracles, signs, and wonders among the people to tell them and to communicate to them that there was nothing that was too hard for him. People watched as there was healings and miracles that took place before their very eyes for there to be confirmation of the doctrine that he preached. Let me tell you tonight, I or this morning, I believe that you believe doctrine today, but I believe there's another element that God wants to add to us to where we begin to see miracles, signs, and wonders because we choose to believe that nothing is too hard for our God. Hallelujah. It is not a hard thing for us to have a 100 soul revival. It is not a hard thing for us to have a 1,000 soul revival. It is not a hard thing with God for us to have a, a 1,000 soul revival that begins to happen immediately. That is not a hard thing with God. We've just got to decide, God, this is not hard for you. And if you're not the problem, then maybe it's my faith that has not yet been activated into believing you are who you say you are. But I've come to tell us this morning about the greatness of our God. I've come to put faith in your spirit to tell you that no matter how impossible your brain says that circumstance is nothing is impossible with God <laughs> Jeremiah 32 and 17 ah Lord God behold thou hast made the heaven and the earth by thy great power 
and stretched out arm and there is nothing too hard for thee. We stand here, we sit here this morning, we've come and gathered here today because we believe that God did all of the great things that he did. We are here today because we believe in this all-powerful, all-knowing God that has saved us and is drawing us. And if we believe certain things, why is it that our brains stop short of other things or our faith in certain areas? Let me tell you this morning that nothing is too hard for the Lord. Nothing is too hard for the Lord. Nothing is too hard for our God. I don't care what you're facing. Nothing is too hard for our God. Are you bound? Deliverance is not too hard for our God. Are you sick? Healing is not too hard for our God. Do you need a financial blessing in your life? Financial blessing is not too hard for our God. We are going to believe that God is a big God, that he is a great God, that he can do anything, that he can work in the impossible realm, that he can work in, the, in spite of impossibility. That's where my God wants to work because nothing is too hard for our God. Now I'm smart enough to know that every single one of us are facing something in life. We have something staring us in the face right now, whether it be in your family, on your job, in your own personal life, whatever it is, that that seems absolutely impossible. And over a period of time, that thing can stare at you and it can run its mouth long enough just like Goliath to where it seems impossible. Now, don't misunderstand what I'm about to say. I'm not trying to get you to jump and dance and scream and shout. But at the same time, if every one of us were told we have cancer and we've got six months to live, we would get really, really emotional. Because our faith would have been connected with the word of a doctor. Even if you had no signs, no symptoms, no pain in your body, and the doctor looks at you and says, you have this type of sickness in your body, get your stuff together, you've got six months to live, it would provoke an emotional response in me because my emotions are connected to my thoughts and my thoughts to what I believe. And when we really get an understanding of how great our God is, when we really begin to believe his word that he can move mountains that he can do the impossible that he can do what his word says he can do that nothing is impossible with God then our faith will be stirred because we chose to believe the word of God I've come here this morning for a few moments just to put it in your spirit that God really is the all powerful God that he claims to be that nothing is impossible with him that nothing Nothing is beyond his power. Hallelujah. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Right at the beginning, he began to display what he was able to do. He began to display his power. He began to display his might. And if there's something we must get in our walk with God, we must have an, an, an understanding that God really is all-powerful. Otherwise, my religion is just that. It is religion. It is vain. It is dead. And it is dry. But when I have a true revelation 
that the God I serve can do anything and nothing is beyond his power, then I'll walk differently. I'll talk differently. The joy that will be in my spirit will be different because I truly believe that if I encounter impossibility, God can do anything. God doesn't have a bad day. He doesn't have a he doesn't he, he doesn't have to get up in the morning and, and hurry to the coffee machine to get his coffee ready so he can so he can get his morning jump started. God doesn't have to do that. God doesn't have to lay down and take a rest. He doesn't have to sleep at night. He doesn't have to do all of the things that we have to do in this natural realm. And because we live in this realm, sometimes we put those things upon God and we think that God somehow may have an off day or he's not listening or he's checked out on Wednesday or Thursday or Friday but come back Sunday and he may be there. No, God never has a bad day. God never has an off day. God's never tired. He never sleeps. He has no never has to take a nap. No matter what the miracle is that God does, he doesn't have to go uh, uh, lay down and sleep because it tired him out and because it wore him out. God can do anything. God is all powerful. I need somebody to believe with me this morning that God can do anything. I don't care how long you're backslidden, husband, wife, son, daughter, aunt, uncle, cousin, how long they have been away from God. I don't care how hardened their heart has become. God can do anything. I don't care how long they've been away from God. God can do anything. God can take the most hardened of hearts and he can soften it in a moment's time. Is there anything too hard for the Lord? Is there anything too hard for him? I know, I know you've been stressed out over that situation, but really, is it too hard for the Lord? Is it really, is it more powerful than he is? Is the God that you serve, is, is, is he powerful enough to take care of your life? Is the God that you serve powerful enough to take care of that circumstance? I want to tell you this morning that the God that I serve can do anything. The God that I serve can do anything at any time that he wants. He doesn't have a mediocre day. Miracles don't wear him out. Miracles don't make him tired. You don't pray to him and he thinks to himself, well, you know what, that's a big one. I'm not, I'm not sure about that one. Maybe, maybe if, you'll just, if you'll just take the, the, the intensity of your prayer down a little bit and maybe if you'll ask me for smaller things, I can accomplish that. There is nothing that is too hard for the Lord. There is nothing that is too hard for God. Whatever the situation is, God can take care of it. I believe that it is our faith that begins to that begins to wane and we begin to listen to the wrong voices and the wrong voices bring about the wrong emotions in our life and we begin to believe, well, maybe I should...
just stop praying about it because God's not concerned with this or he can't do this. We may not think about it in those terms, but our, our response towards certain things in our life or impossibilities is we quit praying about it because we don't believe God cares. We don't believe God is powerful enough. We don't believe he'll do it or, or whatever it is. And so we just kind of slink away and, and our faith begins to wane. But I've come to preach the word of the Lord to you this morning that nothing is too hard for the Lord. Nothing is too hard for our God. You know what fear is? Fear is faith in the enemy. That's what it is. And you know what we do when we get fearful and and afraid and scared? Our emotions respond. Our physical body responds, and we begin, man, I feel the Holy Ghost right now. Some of you have obeyed fear. for You have believed the lie of the enemy, and this is what happens when you believe the word of, of someone or the wrong person is your emotions follow it. You, you, you start battling with fear then your emotions are going to take you downward. Your emotions are going to cause you to be depressed. And so there is a natural organic reaction when you have faith in the enemy. And we are so ready to have faith in the enemy. We are just ready to believe what the enemy puts in our brain. Well, I've come to tell you this morning, it's time to turn your fear away. It's time to turn away from having faith in the enemy and have faith in God. What would you feel like if you really believed that that circumstance was not going to do to you what the enemy says it's going to do to you, but you decided, I'm going to have faith in God because Nothing is impossible with him. Would you clap your hands to the Lord and give him praise this morning? Hallelujah. It is not, it is not a hard thing for God to give us ten full small groups in this church going. It's not a hard thing for God, for God to send us the people that are hungry for God. Hear me this morning. God is a great big God. There is nothing that is beyond his control. It is not a hard thing for for our small group ministry to begin to double and triple and quadruple. Really isn't it? Really isn't our brain? Says, well, our brain goes through all the reasons why it can't. Our brain goes through all of the systematic reasons of why this or why that. But I've come to preach to you the power of the God that I serve. I've come to preach to you about the greatness of His power this morning. Some of you need to get a hold of faith today and reject fear and reject having faith in the enemy and say, "I'm going to believe the Word of God." This apartment building right over here in the, in the land next to it. The county says it's worth over $300,000. Yeah, I just saw those eyes. That's what, that's what we do. That's what we do. But nothing is impossible. Nothing is impossible. Do we really believe that God can do what his word says he can do? 
If God caused Sarah to have a child in her old age, if God did all the miracles that he did and he's telling us to have faith in him and, and we really get a hold of that in our own life, it won't be, it, it'll have a, a response in our spirit. There'll be something that happens in us that we really begin to believe that nothing is impossible with God. I don't care what you're facing this morning, but God is able. The God that we serve is able to do it. Since you believe it so much, I'll keep preaching. God is omniscient. He knows everything. God is omnipresent. He is everywhere. He, God, the Bible says God is love. He is life. He is all powerful. He is all knowing. He is great. There is nothing that is beyond his greatness. There is nothing that is beyond his power. But I, I, I want to tell you this morning that, that what happens is, is we get stuck in a lull and we look at the impossibilities and we can't see a way out. But our faith has got to grab a hold of the greatness of our God. Hear me this morning. Your faith has got to grab a hold of the fact that he can do anything. Nothing is impossible with my God. Nothing is impossible with my God. Whatever it is that he wants to accomplish in our life, he can do it at a moment's notice. But my faith has been turned in the wrong direction. My faith has been hearing the voice of the enemy. Logic is the enemy of faith. Some of you are facing impossible situations, and you and you have you have you have uh, 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 pieced it apart. You have connected the dots. You have tried to figure this out and figure that out. And and this is how it's going to work. This is not what's going to work. And those feelings and all those negative thoughts have brought your faith lower and your faith lower and your faith lower until you're just trying to gasp for air. And I've come to tell you that God is wanting us to get a hold of this in our spirit. God is wanting us to get a hold of this. Really, that God can do anything. There is nothing beyond His power. There is nothing beyond his ability. And when you really understand that, there's going to be an excitement that hits your spirit because you know that God can do it. God can do it. God can do it. Would you lift your hands for a moment to the Lord right now and lift your voice and tell him that, God, you can do it. God, you can do it. God, you can do it. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. I'm glad we have two services in here on Sunday, but I'm looking forward to the time where we have to go to three and four. I'm glad we're, we're going to build a new building, but guess what? We're not just going to have one or two services on Sunday because nothing is too hard for the Lord. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm excited about what God is going to do because nothing is too hard for him. It's time for us to take our fear and turn it away and look towards God and say, God, you can do anything. There is nothing beyond your power. God, you can save them. God, you can convict them. God, you can bring them back. God, you can provide it. God, you can make a way. God, you can, you can, you can, you can. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
Lift your hands for a moment and pray in the Holy Ghost in this place right now. name of Jesus. God you can. God you can. Nothing is impossible. Hallelujah. 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 Oh that's it. Something's shifting right now. You're going from he can't to he can. You're going from he can't or he won't to he can and he will. He will. He will. He will. Yes. Hallelujah. Let me tell you that a move of the Holy Ghost is going to fill this building up before we can get into the next one. God can and God will. When we get into the next building, we're going to fill it up because God can and God will. I can't fill it up. You can't fill it up. But God can and God will. You can't convict them. Come back to God. But God can and God will. You can't soften their heart. But God can and God will. You can't make a way. But God can and God will. Oh, hallelujah. Something's starting to break in here this morning. You're going to leave with faith that you didn't have today because you're really going to believe that God can do it. You're really going to believe in the greatness of your God. You're really going to believe that God is all-powerful and he can do anything. Show me where. God stepped in for his people and did the miraculous when they could have done it on their own. But the entire journey from Egypt to the promised land was one miracle after the next. And in the name of Jesus Christ, he's going to provide everything that we need. It's time for us as a church to move forward in the Holy Ghost. I don't know how God's going to do it, but he can and he will. God can and he will. I know it looks one way right now, but God can and he will. He's going to fill this building up. He's going to pour out his spirit because he can and he will. He's going to move into your life and begin to, to begin to rearrange things because he can and he will. God is great. God is great. He is all powerful. Nothing is impossible. I'm just gonna I'm just repeating myself for about another 15 or 20 minutes, maybe. I don't know, but God can and He will. He is a great God. He's a powerful God. He owns everything. Nothing is beyond His control. He can move on the right heart at the right time and bring them into your life to bring that need that you have. God can and God will. It's time to start believing God for big things, for great things things, for great outpourings of the Holy Ghost, for great provision, for great deliverance.
Oh, hallelujah. He's a great big God. He's a great big God. He's an all-powerful God. He's an all-powerful God. Is anything too hard for the Lord? Is anything too hard for the Lord? Then why are you down, uh, downtrodden? Why is your why is your heart sunk low? Why why are you why are you worried about what's going to happen when you have a God that owns everything that can do anything that is all-powerful? Why am I worried about what's going to happen when the God that I serve can? do anything Hallelujah. I know our flesh wants to argue and fuss and fight with the word of God many times. Not because we're trying to fuss and fight, but because our logical brain thinks of every way around the word of God and what it says. But I've come with a simple message today to tell you about the greatness of our God. That he can do anything and there is nothing too hard for him. God's going to give us that building. He's going to give us the next piece of land on the other side of that. What I come to find out this past week is that if we have that building and the next piece of land, we've got all the room we need to do the entire project right here on this place of land. But this seems like there's a mountain that's in front of us. But in the name of Jesus, that apartment building is going to be ours. I claim it in Jesus' name. Nothing is too hard for God. It's not too hard. It's not a big deal. It's not a big deal. We've got to stop looking at miracles as being a big deal for God. It's not a big deal. It's not a big deal. It is an easy thing because nothing is too hard. Nothing is too hard. Nothing is too hard for our God. Would you lift your hands one more time to the Lord and lift your voice and give him great praise like you feel right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah, I feel your struggle. Even while I'm preaching the word of the Lord, your brain is telling you everything else. You're literally having to fight for your thoughts while I'm telling you that God can do everything. You are in the middle of a war right now in your mind. While I'm speaking, man, I feel the Holy Ghost right now. While I'm speaking the word from God to you, there is a war in your mind telling you every reason why God can't, won't, shouldn't, or will not do it, or why it cannot happen. And I've come with a very simple, clear word that nothing is impossible with God. I've come with a word from God today to cancel every lie from hell, to cancel every logical thought that wants to steal your miracle. I've come with a word from God today that wants to cancel every, every lie of hell, to steal your provision, to steal your blessing and say God can and God will. We will be a church that believes God for big things. We will not be a church that believes for small things, but I've got a word from God this morning about the greatness of his power, about the greatness of who he is, that God can do anything. Hallelujah. I 
wonder if you would begin to give him praise like you really believe the word of God. Hallelujah. If your faith will reach out and grab it this morning, if your faith will reach out to the word of God and say no matter how much it costs, no matter how big the mountain is, nothing is impossible with God. Nothing. It doesn't matter if our next building program is two million or five million. It's going to take a miracle either way. But the good thing is, is the God that I serve is all-powerful. The God that I serve, can he owns everything. He owns the cattle on a thousand hills. God will provide. He can and he will. I choose to believe that God is going to do it. I choose to believe that God can do anything. I'm going to step into faith and I'm going to step away from fear. I'm going to let go of my faith in the enemy and I'm going to put my faith in the word of God. My faith in the enemy says it's bad and getting worse and there's no way out. You better figure it out because God's not going to help. That's what fear says. That's what faith in the enemy says. But the faith of the word of God, faith in God is that God can and he will. It's time for us to believe with a fresh intensity that God can can do anything that nothing is impossible with him name your problem name your situation and begin to declare nothing is impossible with God God's not having a bad day today he didn't have a bad week last week no, he's not tired. He, he, he didn't have to get an energy drink yesterday to get going because he had to get himself together because of all the prayers he was answering. And he was running, no, 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 God is all powerful. Nothing makes him tired. He can do any miracle at any time as he pleases to do. As soon as our faith connects with him, it doesn't matter what time of the day or night. He's not more powerful in the day than he is at night. He's all powerful all the time and it never leaves. The, prob the only problem is, is connecting my faith with the word of God because it goes beyond my life. Logic. It goes beyond what I feel and what I think. But I've got to embrace the word of God that nothing is impossible with him. God is establishing our dominion and authority in this city in a fresh and a brand new way. There has been much that has taken place in the spirit. There, 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 there has been much that has happened in the past month, month and a half, two months, three months uh, that has transpired in the spirit. Let me tell you that where God is taking us, it doesn't make sense to my natural mind and, I have to, and I've tried to figure it out and sometimes I've had to put it out of my mind because I got sick of worrying about it. But let me tell you, I've come for the word from God for you and I've come with a word from God for me that nothing is important possible with God. We're going to have everything we need. God is going to provide it. God is going to do it. 
I know we've just come out of uh, uh, of quarantine and, and everybody hasn't come back yet and, and things are kind of floundering around in one way or another, but God's going to do it. He can and he will. He is all powerful. I choose to refuse to believe fear and believe all of the negativity. I'm going to believe the word of God. God's going to provide. God's going to do miracles. God's going to fill this building up and he's going to get the glory because he can and he will. I'm preaching about revival in this church. I'm preaching about a harvest that comes in that is well beyond what we could have accomplished in the flesh. Why? Because God can and he will. God can and he will. He's going to do it. Would somebody stand to your feet right now and begin to lift your hands to the Lord and lift your voice to him right now and begin to tell him, God, you can and you will. Hallelujah. Today is our day to believe for great things. Today is our day to believe for great moves of God. Hallelujah. If you need the Holy Ghost this morning, I want you to come down to the front. God's going to fill you with the Holy Ghost. If you want to be refilled with the Holy Ghost, God's going to refill you with the Holy Ghost this morning. He can and He will in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Somebody needs to grab a hold of it with your faith this morning. Nothing is impossible with God. Nothing is impossible with God. I've come to preach the impossibility that nothing is too hard for my God. I don't know about the God that you serve. I don't know about your God. But let me tell you about my God. My God can do anything. You've got to come to the understanding that I have nothing to lose and everything to gain. When I believe the Word of God, I have nothing to lose and I have everything to gain. The Bible says without faith, it is impossible to please God. So when I come in faith and I believe that God can do anything, it's not going to just change my situation. Take, we take messages like this and we apply it to what is right in front of us. I'm not so concerned about what is right in front of you. What's got to happen is it's got to get in our spirit and become a part of our DNA. To where I believe God can do anything. Can He do it? Can He do it? Can He do it? I want us to come in just a little bit closer this morning. I won't bite you, I promise. God's about to move on somebody right now. I want you to lift your hands to the Lord all over this room as high as you could get them in the name of Jesus. Lord, we believe that you can do anything. We believe that you are able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we can ask or even think. In the name of Jesus, nothing is impossible. Nothing is impossible. What is it you're facing? Nothing is impossible. It's not too hard for him. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, Hallelujah, that's him. 
in the name of Jesus. Nothing is impossible. Nothing is impossible. Nothing is impossible. We make do. We make do. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Will we lift our hands to the Lord right now and lift our voice to Him all over the sanctuary? Come on, let your voice out right now. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Lord, you are able to do exceeding abundantly above what we ask or even think. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. to be praised. Hallelujah. Let's one more time give the Lord a hand clap of praise this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Bless the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. We're going to come back at 530 tonight and pray. Don't miss it tonight. It's going to be powerful. Amen. God bless you. You can be dismissed in Jesus' name.